You're listening to the We Talk Nerd podcast, the podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm Andrew. And I'm Rob. And uh, it's been a minute, everybody. It's been a Oh, yeah. yeah. A Welcome back. Happy New Year. All that good stuff. And uh, yeah, so we've we've had a little bit of a break. Um, it's kind of been, I was expecting a lot of stuff coming back, but it's been a little, little, sl- little slow, not too slow, but we do have quite a bit to talk about. So let's jump right in it and talk with Andrew. See what he's oh, oh yeah. So I'm on a roll. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a roll with beating a lot of games. Um games like Dragon Age Inquisition, like four years ago. Oh yeah. Finally beat it. Um Mass Effect Andromeda, finish that. Horizon Zero Dawn, got to that. Thank you, Rob, oh, finally, for that. Yeah. Yeah. Finish that. I made the world a better games. place. God of War, finish that too. Oh yeah. Wow. And I'm on Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, that'll stop. Right. <laughs> it was yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, just looking over. at the map. <laughs> it's it a just, it's a long game. Yeah. I've I actually also finished Assassin's Creed over the break. Oh, awesome, awesome. What you and then of course, <laughs> no, th- then of course like uh, Discord stuff. Lots of updates. Um, community's still growing and happy about it. And I'm really glad to be back on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's good to have everyone back. Uh, you, Andrew, you missed the last one that we had where we kind of recapped our 2018 favorites and our 2019. Yeah, things coming up. So maybe if you get a moment or two, you could take about the, you know, talk about the games that were big to you in 2018 and what you're looking forward to in 2019. Um, Of course, after I'm done uh, giving my updates. So go for it. Yeah. So uh, that said, I've been um, playing games that never end. I was playing uh, some Monster Hunter on Xbox with um, co-oping with a buddy. So it's been a long time since I've been able to just take time and kick back and spend 50 minutes hunting monsters uh, uninterrupted. Mm -hmm. So that was really fun and different and and a good time. So I'm really looking forward to uh, playing a little bit more of that. But it seems like it's probably never going to really end because you can (laughs) continuously grind these things until uh, forever. Um, and then the other thing is, uh, we've been doing a little bit of, uh, PC first person shooter co-op, uh, right here on the, uh, the, we talk nerd crew. Uh, sorry, Brandon, not necessarily you, but, um, but we'll you. Playing, yeah, design. maybe we'll get you in, uh, for deep rock galactic. What is that? That <laughs> is a dwarf simulator. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, basically you've got a group of uh, up to four dwarves that get uh, dropped into these outer space mines and you basically have bugs and objectives that have to be overcome and taken and taken care of and it gets like crazy hard and just panic inducing and like the lights go out and Mm -hmm. all sorts of uh all sorts of weirdness but Hmm. it was on a steam sale and um you know some of us took a look at and said hey let's uh give it a shot and just see if we'd like to you know, getting to play in a co-op game together. And we had a ton of fun playing this. And Andrew's part of that. And of course, he didn't mention it. So I was <laughs> a little disappointed. In my update for 2018. Maybe a little Swedish style hurt. <laughs> oh boy. Or Swiss style hurt. Um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, and also Vermintide 2, which is a game that you and I have both been kind of championing um, that never really took off in our group. And it uh, seems like it might be, uh, you know, kind of a keeper now. So. Uh, lots of great ways to play that game for free through Xbox Game Pass, or Steam had it for like twelve dollars over the Christmas time. So if you were thinking about getting it, you probably already did, and hopefully you're enjoying it. 
How about you, Brandon? What did you do? Yeah, like I said, I uh, went got into some Assassin's Creed and finished that up. Uh, I didn't do a 100% run. I think I finished around 90. Uh, there's there's a still of... a lot of content. Oh, um, That was just doing the main like Odyssey quest. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know, there's like three main Odysseys in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So I oh, finished those yeah. three branches. And uh, I haven't started. I haven't touched the DLC, which is out and rolling right now, and all the side quests. Um, and then, uh, sort of like how Andrew was saying, he got in the Dragon Age Inquisition and Mass Effect Andromeda. I uh, I opened up my Steam around New Year's time, and I'm like, what do I want to play right now? And I've seen The Witcher Three, a game that I never finished, but I had 80 hours in, and said, you know what, my re- my New Year's resolution is to finally finish this Daggum game. And so I've been playing a little bit of it. I'm getting close to putting about 20 hours into it. I uh, I started going back and forth. I uh, started a new game. And I'm like, ah, oh, so much. So I went to a new. I went back and played my old one. And I'm like, oh, there's so much I don't know. So I went back to the old one. And I'm like, no, I can't play this for 80 hours again. Went back to the old one again. <laughs> and so I've been, I've been playing off that one. So, yeah. I'm hoping to finish it here very soon. Uh, and then maybe play a little Kingdom Hearts before the third one comes out. That way I'm in that that mindset. You know, it hasn't actually come out yet. I don't know if you can really <laughs> yeah. keep counting on this. You know, you say it's coming out in 2019. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, we are only a short, I think, 20 days away as of right now for the release. And Rob is still, you know, still skeptical, which is still skeptical. I, don't, I just don't see it, guys. I don't know. They've been talking about this for a long time. They have. It's like the half With all of the... All the anthem news and division news. Oh yes, this, this got lost for me. And when someone said it's coming out this month, it's like Next what? Month, yeah, how did they not pre-order this? Like no, it was Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom oh, Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So that's surprising. Yeah. Now I'm looking forward to Anthem and the Division coming up here very soon. So I'm excited. Are you looking forward to the big release on Friday, the 11th? What big is... Switch release. Oh man. That's one of my news things right here, but uh, I'll, I'll put a little teaser in the podcast that there's a uh, a new game coming out, oh. a new first-party <laughs> Nintendo game coming out from the Switch on Friday, and we'll yeah. talk a little bit about that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, let's go ahead and dive into some of this new stuff Rob's teasing us about. <laughs> Do it. And, yeah, we'll go ahead and start talking with some Switch stuff with uh, this other game that's been probably released a couple different times, but Dragon's Dogma. Uh, the Dark Arisen, which I think is like sort of like the remaster with an expansion type thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like the um, it's kind of like the remastered. I can't tell you how Dragon's Dogma actually ended. Um, did you play through it all the way? Either I played it the original Dragon. I didn't play Dark Arisen part. I played the original one, and it just mm-hmm. really wasn't for me. Oh, okay, I did. But you didn't finish. Did you get to the part where you are traversing through the yep. stairwell up and down? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was going on? Nothing. It's just Capcom random stuff, but you face bigger <laughs> and bigger bosses. It, it um, felt it's like it's Diablo. an endless loop. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just like, hey, run in here and fight, and then come out and fight some more. It's like, great, where's the end of this? There isn't an end. As far as I know, there was no end. There's just big monsters and more loot. Did so. you use the God Finger, or did you fight the Red Dragon? I fought the Red Dragon. Okay, I God Fingered yeah. it. I don't know what that means, but uh, it's a great game, game right? That kills him in one hit. Yeah. I don't know if I said oh, it, but it's coming right. out on the Switch. I don't, think I, <laughs> I don't think I even finished that. But anyway, it's coming out on the Switch uh, in April, so very soon. 
So that's kind of it's, a it's kind of a it's big, crazy and fun. It's a big and... RPG for the Switch. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I it was one of the first games... Dragon Age though. Right? Yeah. Well, I would yeah. say yeah, Dragon Age, but definitely um, probably most like Dragon Age, a little more actiony than Dragon Age. I would think. Um, you you are fighting just as yourself, and you can be a multiple multitude of different classes. Um, and then you have a pawn assistant, and the pawns are like clones that are just kind of floating around, and you can rent them from your friends or from people that are just <laughs> also playing the game. Mm, um, very you can JRPG. also send them on quest too. Well, if your pawn gets picked up and used by someone else, then you'll get rewards from what they helped out with. It's an interesting system, yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you had to give it a score comparatively, like uh, action RPG, I gave it a 7.5 out of 10. I think it's hard for most casual play. And I would lower it to like a 7 just mm-hmm. for that. But for people that dig that kind of game, they're going to really dig it. Like yeah. it's going to be like right in their wheelhouse. So if you like. Switch. Yeah. Switch. <laughs> Nothing, nothing could be wrong with putting anything on the Switch. I think nope. if you put a game on the Switch, you're in the right. As long as it runs, it's good. Yeah. yeah. So what's the, what's the one game not coming Speaking to Switch? Speaking of something not coming to Switch that does not run good, uh, PUBG coming to PS4. And uh, you could get it for free if you want to go ahead and buy 12 months of PlayStation Plus right now. Hmm. Yeah. So... Huh. Their, their contract with Xbox must have reached its end, and they're like, let's make more money. Well, that's about right. It was a timed exclusive around Christmas last year, and mm-hmm. I think that's when it dropped. Um, I mean, is it fair to say that PUBG's kind of not really as relevant anymore? I think as a it was? little bit of a resurgence when they had that new map come out. But yeah. I don't know if that was enough to really... Definitely I used to see PUBG enough. on every channel, and now definitely I see enough. one or two. Yeah, but it definitely had Black like a Ops, little bit of a... probably. All right. Stole well, Thunder. The market's starting to get pretty... You know, pretty flooded with a lot of good BRs. So, yeah, it's not just PUBG and Fortnite anymore. No, not at all. Was there a rumor where Black Ops Four um, BR was going to be free at some time? I don't know about free, but they definitely did just release a version of the game that I believe is just the battle royale mode. That is oh, you can buy it without anything else. Yeah, that is at gotcha. a discounted. It may be battle royale and multiplayer. Discounted for ninety nine ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Call of Duty is so crazy with their prices. They are. They are. Uh, moving on from that, we got uh, that you know you know that Resident Evil Two remake that uh, mm-hmm. we've seen a little bit at E three that looks incredible. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they're actually this is this sounds pretty new to me, but they're coming out with what they're calling a one shot thirty minute demo. Um. And you play for 30 minutes, and after those 30 minutes, you can't play anymore. So, hmm. yeah, I don't know if it's like a you play 30 minutes and your account's locked for good, or if it's 30 minutes and then you go delete it and redownload it or something. But I think the, sh- the, thing, the point of it is you can play 30 minutes of whatever you want in this game within those 30 minutes, but after those 30 minutes, you're done. I feel like that was a way of doing it. There would be some games, especially like MMOs, where you could get the beta of it and you could play for a fixed period of time and then it would just mm-hmm. go away. Mm-hmm. I want to say Wildstar was like that when that came out. I, want, I think that was like you got 10 hours or something and then that was as much yeah. as you could play without buying a full copy of the game. Yeah, and that's coming out, I think, this week, end of this week maybe. Cool. 
Uh, really, Resident Evil is not really my my style game, but uh, I know a lot of people love it. So you yeah. know, good on all you guys. It, Hope you enjoy. It wasn't it. my type of game either, but that last one, I never I haven't played the last one, but it definitely piqued my curiosity. Hmm. I've always first person the different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so during this break, you know, right before we you know left for the pod, you know, left for the little break, we learned about mm-hmm. a game called Atlas at the Game Awards that we all thought that sounded pretty amazing. You know, the trailer yeah. was pretty hype. It showed really cool stuff in this trailer. And, you know, in that time period, the game got delayed twice. Mm-hmm. Once, I mm-hmm. believe, just a couple hours, maybe even minutes before it was supposedly to launch. Yeah, 5 o'clock on uh, 12-11. And, got pushed. Uh, yeah, it's finally, it finally came out over this break. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure if we had shows during the break, we it would have been a big topic of discussion. But uh, this game was a like a pretty big flop uh, in terms of like what they were shooting for. Well, I think that's tough to say because it's all over my Twitch feed right now. I think a lot of people, lot of people are playing it, but it's not what was advertised mm-hmm. to your point because they said like 4,000 people could play. You'd have these huge battles, like mm-hmm. all these things going and it doesn't really play quite like that. No, you get maybe a hundred people on a server, and they start. It was lagging really bad at launch with that many people, mm-hmm. um, like unplayable amounts of lag. There was a lot of wipes and restarts and all that kind of good stuff. A lot of mm-hmm. I know there's some refund stuff going on with it. Um, and there is a uh, big thing that came out where if you plugged a controller in and played, you could access a secret menu mm-hmm. uh, that was an arc menu, and you went into it and it showed DLC. And it showed that you were playing the Ocean DLC for Ark. Oh wow! And, and once that came out, that was quickly removed. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it, Atlas was, you know, just a big reskin version of Ark with pirate stuff. I don't think anyone would contest that. I mean, it's it's pretty clear that that's what it's been. They took the mechanics of Ark and said, "Well, let's put it in a different setting." Um, I think that that Ocean DLC was not necessarily true dlc for arc but just that's how they got it running mm-hmm. um at least for for their production i mean it's an early access game it's not a 60 dollars game it's only 29.99 so yeah. it is it is at a lower budget price it wasn't arc that um, price anyway arc was yeah. also super broken when it first came out yeah. too so um i would say yeah rough launch but Given the developer, I'd be curious to see what it looks like in a few months. Well, here, the thing was that most people were upset about is that you could buy. There was a season pass for Ark that would have all the DLCs and everything that came out, and mm-hmm. it sold a lot of copies of the season pass. People are thinking that Atlas was um, originally supposed to be that. a part of that, and they realized how much money they would lose because of that season pass. It feels so, like a full game, though. It doesn't feel like DLC. Yeah. I mean, I mean from that's from to me. If you look at the yeah, it, it to me it doesn't look like okay. Here's a bunch of arc assets and arc enemies. I mean, there's no dinosaurs. There's like these huge, you know, leviathans and natural beasts and everything. And and there's a lot of I don't know how much pirate stuff there was in arc because I never got that far along with it. But mm-hmm. it, it seems like a different game. Okay, yeah, and that's well, as much as I can say on it. Yeah, that's the tale of Atlas. It's it's been a, a curious for a game that looked really promising it definitely was yeah. not delivered as advertised yeah nothing it looks nothing like the trailer which looked amazing <laughs> no um i logged in and played for about an hour 
Oh, you got it. I died. Yeah, I got it. Um, I died probably five times due to exposure. I could not find <laughs> anything to wear that was to warm me up. Um, and then I went to a tropical area, and everyone was dead and and disconnecting. And it was like, okay, yeah, not yeah. Uh, it needs to go back on the shelf. I'll pull it down some other day. Yeah. So maybe as, maybe they can pull something out of this. As a community, we have interested people, and we have mm-hmm. a channel for it. Um. We also have some a lot of arc players, so they're keeping an eye on it as well. So sure, it, it'll end just up hope being that big. It does something? Yeah. yeah, it'll be big. It's just it's they got to polish it. Yep. Nice, nice. So moving on from that, I have just a little couple of tidbits about some Xbox stuff, and that is uh, that Gears Tactic game that was the XCOM like game. Uh, it was. I don't know if everybody like ever you know confirmed it being on Xbox, but it is an Xbox and PC game. Um, and then they also said that Gears Five, uh, PUBG, and Sea of Thieves will have mouse and keyboard support on the Xbox. So, that makes sense. Yeah, they have that you know that big Razer accessory you talked about before coming out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, How do you guys yeah, that's launched that? and people are pretty pretty happy with it, even though it's fairly pricey. It's a good quality mouse and keyboard though. Yeah, you think there'd be you know a little bit of an advantage towards those mouse and keyboard players on PUBG? Say yeah. PUBG. Uh, I wouldn't think for Sea of Thieves. I wouldn't think for Gears, but maybe for PUBG. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gears, Gears, yes. Tactics, Anything with shooting and a crosshair, they can have advantage. I don't well, know. They they've Gears, always Gears has always Gears. had the aim assist. I imagine bit, they'd yeah, still have it for the snapping. controller. Yeah. Yeah. Because remember, but, you could kind of hit the bumpers to bounce between people. Yeah, a little bit. Kind of. I see what you're getting at, though. Yeah, I don't think it'll be too bad in Gears, but definitely I think it'll be... They'll do it, something to narrow the gap there. They're not going to let people just run around with mice and keyboard and just laser snipe everybody. It's not going to happen. Or maybe it will. <laughs> but I, don't, it will. I really don't see that happening if they want the game to succeed. Yeah. And then, uh, this was interesting news to me, because, uh, the, you know, we heard at the Game Awards that there's an Epic Store now that is a competitor to Steam, um, and it's a lot better for publisher or you know developers and publishers to put their game on Epic because it's not as big as a cut into your profits that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, Activision, or not Activision, um, Ubisoft, uh, Ubisoft said that the Division Two will be on the Epic Store instead of Steam, mm-hmm. but not let, don't let this distract you because you still have to use UPlay. It'll just be like a front for that game. And that's what happened under Steam, too. This mm-hmm. isn't really new. Oh, yeah, definitely. I just mean, like, it's not it's not that big of a deal if you buy it, if you can't buy it on Steam, because even if you bought it on Steam, you hit play, and then you play launched, you know, log in and you play, and the game played through, you play anyway. Yep. So to save the middleman, I would just go ahead and buy it on Uplay. And, and play it on Uplay. <laughs> cut all that mess <laughs> out. You can do that. Um, also, uh, public service announcement is Super Meat Boy is free on, uh, oh. on, on the, Epic. uh, the Epic Games launcher. They have a launcher. lot of good free stuff away. Yeah, they've been doing pretty decent. I think so has, uh, Discord, because they also have a storefront now that's competitive mm-hmm. through Steam. That's right. So. I think it's huh? pretty good. It's pretty good. I always wondered when the big competition for the, you know, the, the Steam marketplace would finally come around. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to be it, but. It's I I, I kind of hoped it would be GOG. Um, GOG's nice. I don't yeah. use their uh, app that much though. 
it's really nice. Um, it's curated pretty well. Your library is actually appealing to look at. Um, <laughs> the publishers storefronts, I feel like those are, you know, th- those those aren't really great um, in terms of just the breadth of games and just that they can't really offer. They can't keep you excited, like coming back and checking. Like for Origin, even though EA is a massive company, they've only got maybe like four big releases a year. So you're checking every three months for a new release, right? On the on the game or on the uh, on the storefront. Whereas Steam, there's new games coming out every day. Yeah. So you might be checking, oh, what's this? What's going on in sale? What's you know, it's it's a little stickier. Um, but you definitely don't get that with uh with Origin or or, or even with um Uplay. But Discord has you know, a really big range of of gamers and non-gamers that just look at their storefront because it's in the application, mm-hmm. you know? And then Epic Games is the only reason, the only reason why they're competitors is because of Fortnite, right? Yep. So, I don't know. I, yeah. It's yeah, really it's... up to the publishers where they want to go. Yeah. Yeah, and they have some, like, the, that uh, new game that came out on the Discord store, which is, I watched a little bit of it being streamed that last year. Sort of like mm-hmm. uh Dead by Daylight, I think. Not Dead by Daylight. Uh, uh the the horror game where you run around from monsters. That game. Right, right. Right. Yeah, I think but, that's Dead by Daylight. Uh, yeah, maybe it's Dead by Daylight. But yeah, there's like a another version, not really another version, but a different type of game in that same genre on Discord yeah. only. And it's yep. pretty interesting. The uh, the I know what you did last summer. Yeah. Thing yeah, or last cool. summer school year. Yeah. Something so to that. Cool. Before and, you know, the Division 2, Ubisoft also released the PC requirements for mm-hmm. each tier of Fidelity and FPS for PC. Uh, for PC. The game is very demanding. Oh. The first one was very demanding. Yeah. This one, I mean, the range comes from low i5, 4 gigs of RAM, you can still play it, to like, uh, you know, ultra 4K with your 2080 Ti, 16 gigs of RAM. RTX? RTX. RTX on. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But uh yeah, we, there's also a cool uh you know yearly stream, maybe bi yearly. I'm not sure how often they do this anymore. Well, AGDQ, awesome games done quick, uh runs once a year. Uh they also do summer games done quick, um, which is a I don't even know if I want to call it like a lighter version because they both run for a week, twenty four hours about, a day. Yeah, they're of just what I was about to say. they're about they're pretty much the same thing, just different name, different causes, I think. Yeah, and you know this one's uh, benefiting the uh, Prevent Cancer Foundation. Uh, they had gone over four hundred thousand, uh, I think, late yesterday. I didn't look to see where they were today, um, but I was watching um, the Sonic uh, block, which was supposedly one of the most entertaining blocks that they've ever had. Um, <laughs> there was a uh, a streamer, Doctor Fatbody that was just absolutely had the crowd going crazy as he was doing tricks on uh, uh, Sonic um, Sonic 2, I think. Going through walls. Almost yeah, glitching through walls and just uh, using, unfortunately, using uh, not family-friendly language. So <laughs> not sure he'll be back, but he definitely got a fan. So uh, I think mission accomplished there. But it was it was a really, really good stream. Um, what, you guys have been watching too, right? What uh, What's your bit. thoughts? A little bit. I watched any, uh, any big ones you want to call up? I, I watched the I... Castlevania block <laughs> and um, lots of glistening there. 
Um, I just catch whatever's on when it's whenever I yeah. sit down at my computer. And then when I if I can't get to it, I go to YouTube, watch all the stuff I missed. Um, sometimes they have highlights, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, amazing, awesome stream and cause. benefit for a cause. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's it's one of the premier events in games, and it just it's you know it, it's so much fun to watch. It's very entertaining. Only downside I give it is everyone in the crowd has to be like a a performer, so oh, you get yeah. everyone that's out there trying to dab and stuff and yeah. show off for the camera, and it's like uh, you know you could do without them. I like this on the <laughs> retro music. <laughs> it's getting better and better each year, in my opinion. Though, so. yeah, yeah, I mean it's. And that's just the the evolution. I mean, when you've got something that's for a noble cause and all that, it's you know it's a good time for it. So I'm glad to uh, glad to see it doing well again uh, this year. Mm-hmm. So also coming off of that, did you happen to catch the Super Mario block? No, did not. Yeah, well that's uh, that's always entertaining. They usually do some races and everything. I think yep. yesterday was the Super Mario Brothers three mix, oh. uh, where they do elements of every game up to galaxy rendered in the super mario 3 engine hmm. so they have basically a gameplay from that and you progress through starting off with you know super mario brothers one world one one all the way up to galaxy so <laughs> a whole bunch of like variety Did and they put odyssey in there uh no <laughs> no just up a galaxy so up to galaxy well considering it's free in a rom hack and everything else it's <laughs> you know not a whole lot they can do there but that does bring up a interesting point, which I teased a little bit earlier in the stream, uh, that there is a new Super Mario Brothers U launching January 11th. Quote around that. Yeah, well, that's the name of the title is New Super Mario Brothers U. <laughs> but I guess we still have to call it new, even though it's a re-release of the of a re-release of a re-release. Um, it was from the Wii U version, which was a kind of a remaster of the Wii version uh-huh. of New Super Mario Brothers. Um, but I'm not going to... I'm kind of going to look the other way on this because this is just classic Mario. You know, yeah. this is just exactly what you're hoping for in a side-scrolling Super Mario Brothers game. And they do include some new some new twists here. Uh, they are including the harder, faster New Super Luigi U, uh, mm-hmm. which is a kind of a um DLC harder difficulty expansion. yeah um i think they said there was over 300 levels um in the game wow. which is a tremendous amount of, of, of gameplay that's a whole lot of mario and they're also going to be putting out nabbit and toadette as oh, playable gosh. characters yeah oh, man. I, hope I was hoping for bowsette but the whole toadette scene oh my gosh <laughs> please that's, there's a reason we never brought this up on stream Right, or the reveal that toads don't actually have uh, hats. That's just their heads. Mind bender. (laughs) That's just head meat. Just their heads, kids. (laughs) Just their heads. Wait, so Toadette has hair still coming? Yeah, it's it's got it's her head. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, we solved it, everyone. We're here. We got podcast. We did it. So the transition yeah. from yeah. super old school to new school anthem is coming out very mm-hmm. soon, and the demo is coming out even sooner, of course. So there are multiple releases for this game, and I say releases because there's a VIP 
PC release. That's me. Coming out on February 15th. If you are an Origin Access Premiere subscriber. That's me. Hey, how's it going? That's right. Hey. <laughs> and um, I will be doing that. I'll be pre-ordering the game so I can have it after subscribing just for one month so I can get that week early. That's just a strategy for me. I want a week early. I want to get there. I want to get in there. Um, and for pre-ordering, you get the VIP demo, which takes place on January 25th through 27th. That means pre-order, or if you're on Origin Access or join EA Access, um, mm-hmm. you can get it. Hmm. And Pixelpub is going to be planning. Planning it is in the planning phase for this game. Uh, we'll most likely be releasing a section for it, you know, before the demo, supporting all platforms. I want to go ahead and say it that doing the whole year worth of uh, Origin Access is kind of worth it. If yeah, you plan yeah. on buying a couple of EA games. So I think it's 120 well, bucks for a year. Or 100 bucks. No, 100 bucks for a year. 100, 100 bucks for a year. 100 bucks for a year. Every kind of EA discount? game. Every game. For free. Oh, really? As part of that? Yep. As long as you have an active subscription, you can play any new release EA games and non-EA games. I can play Darksiders 3 with access right now. Wow. Hmm. What about your soul, though? Isn't it, like, yeah. filthy now? No, I feel pretty good. I mean, my wallet definitely sings to me. He's like, thank you for not buying Battlefield 5. Even though right. I've, played a lo- I've been playing a lot of Battlefield 5. Okay. Uh, thanks, thanks me for not buying Madden, which I played a very little bit of. Mm. Um, <laughs> you got a yeah. lot out of it, right? Yeah, and then I'm gonna play Anthem when it comes out. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, hey, good I'm, you. You're getting you're getting your money's worth yeah, there. That's, money's uh, worth that's that pretty out. cool. That's for sure. I will not be keeping it. <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> I don't I got, see any other games I'm gonna be playing. Yeah. So. I mean, if there's not other, any other EA games coming out that you're not in, you know, that you're not gonna be in playing, there's yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah. Just but, yeah, I don't think I could justify that when I've also got the Xbox Game Pass. Xbox and Game Pass is a steal compared to that, though. Yeah, there's a bunch of value on that, and there, you know, some like brand new launch games are coming out like directly there to play Ashen and you know Mutant Year Zero. There's, there's a lot of good stuff. So mm-hmm. all the Xbox stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll definitely be doing once I get another Xbox title that I want to play. I'll definitely be dipping my toes back in the Game Pass. Sure. I definitely think the subscription is definitely the way of the future instead of buying these games. Yeah, I just think when you have like, I don't know the best way to say this, but uh, when you have exclusives, then you end up having to have multiple streams. So like right now, if you only have Netflix, you're not catching all the TV shows that you maybe want to watch, right? So you end up having to subscribe to a bunch Mm -hmm. of different things because each one has some of the games you want to play. So we're a little off on that, but maybe I'd like to see it. Depends on how. I mean, it kind of depends on how how many you're willing to buy. Maybe that's what that new game console will do. Yeah, maybe all these fancy new game consoles. The way of yeah. the future. So yeah, well, you heard about that one, right? There's a third, uh, a fourth party uh, game console uh, that's being uh, released that is supposedly able to play games in 4K, 120 frames per second. Um, it's coming Ooh. out from. Let's see. It's coming out. It's not the Soldier um, Boy console, is it? No, that one has already been <laughs> shut down, and he's <laughs> Soldier Boy safely locked away, so everything is happy. The new Atari. Uh, no, this is called the Madbox Game Console. Okay. And they have already put out some prototypes and designs and everything, but yeah, they're they're claiming and promising 4K uh, gameplay, 
first party or first uh, party games or third party games being uh, supported. So uh, we'll see what comes of it. Yeah. So speaking I, of <laughs> crazy <I did>. rumors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For 2019, there's some analysts that's been talking and Nintendo Switch Lite or Elite rumors. Mm -hmm. So that means a possible Switch that is just portable, no dock. Mm -hmm. Right, that's the Lite version. And then the Elite with the larger screen and more battery life. These are all question marks. These are all, you know, just speculation. But I wouldn't put it out of question. Nintendo, especially with the 3DS. Yeah, I was going to say 3DS Excel. for like making the there's a 3ds and there was a new 3ds the 3ds xl there was two 3ds xls new 3ds xl <laughs> then the 2ds then the 2ds yep. xl so nintendo can do this nintendo can do definitely it. yeah yeah and why not uh the switch is over two years old now mm. yeah surprisingly you're not wrong yeah we'll see and then some other crazy rumors. Elder Scrolls coming out I think this year. This is peak craziness for twenty. Yeah, this is peak. Yeah, <laughs> because of the Fallout seventy six blunder. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't see this happening. No, in my opinion, they should just focus on Fallout seventy six. You heard it here first, folks. There will be no Elder Scrolls <laughs> this year. Oh man! But and if they did, it'd be bad. Not what a chance. Did? Not a chance. <laughs> what do we do? Just Bethesda just crash. This would be it. That you would kill if you went and ruined Fallout mm -hmm. and, and in the same twelve month period <laughs> ruined Elder Scrolls. Scrolls. Yeah. I don't That's know it. that Bethesda could come back from that. That no. may be it. I take yeah. it back. There is an Elder Scrolls coming out this year. Blades for your phone. Oh yeah. yeah. Blades yeah, okay. But there will That's not fine. be an Elder Scrolls six coming out. <laughs> Maybe the analyst was right. Yeah. I promise you that. And Elder Scrolls, <clears throat> and then some quick D two news. Uh, Three Forges. For that game? Is that game I know, I know. Hey, <laughs> people still play it. A lot of people play it. I know Rob's yawning right now. It's fine. Um, Three Forges have been released, and the spoiler, spoiler, skip thirty seconds, please. Oh gosh, don't spoil me. All right, so skip ahead thirty seconds, starting right now. Aldrin okay. was red. Oh, hold on, wait. Before you do that, I want to tell oh, a story. My goodness, <laughs> that will take twenty nine seconds. No. <laughs> okay, you know Aldrin. He was rest. No details after. It was just a cinematic. I don't know who that is. Aldrin, guy that killed Cade. Who? Top of the face. What? What? I haven't played. Then thanks. Oh, you're not gonna play it anyway. <laughs> that's fine. I might. But that leaves a lot to the story. That's all. And then just saying D2 song with Pink's Club. If you need the clan people to play with, we That's got you covered. I'm, gl I'm glad that there's at least a community out there still playing Destiny 2. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. So Cade know. got killed? Cade's dead. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That was in a trailer for Forsaken that came out like a year ago. Uh, Is that I was just <laughs> teasing. I've been, uh, I've been toying with the idea of maybe getting Forsaken and playing a little bit, but. Don't do it. It hasn't quite hit that sell mark of where I want it to hit. Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to do out. it because you're disappointed in the hit. monetization. It just wasn't making enough on the, um, the Eververse. I didn't want to bring up these two for conversation. You bet it's you did. It's coming out. It's fine. Oh, we give you such a hard time. I know. Movies. <laughs> Don't worry. There'll be another annual TV. Pass. Go, 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 go. Yeah, so one of the really cool TV news that's kind of come out here recently is that, uh, I don't know if you noticed, during... New Year's Eve, if you watch any of those New Year's Eve 
Rock and Eve or any of those you know news channels, rock, bringing it in New Year type thing. Uh, in Times Square, there was actually some screens that had like a uh, a fake news channel reporting from Hawkins. You know, oh. the hell uh, Stranger yeah. Things stuff. And uh, I think after the ball dropped, I think they actually played like a trailer or something for Stranger Things Season 3 and announced hmm. that it's coming out on July 4th. Great. Wow. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. I really like it. I hope Season 3 is as good as the previous two. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... Yeah, and it looks like the show will be taking place during that time frame as well. So that'd be interesting to see. Yeah, they got to keep it going. Um, I, I just at some point those kids are going to grow up and be too old to play yeah. that, but they're they're still young enough where they're they're in that good range. Mm-hmm. I mean, Harry Potter or Windfall Thor. Well, they're going to be fighting, you know, the Demogorgon and puberty. And oh. puberty. Oh, I can't imagine what like weird. Like puberty, you go through when you've been like experimented on by in the, the government. upside down, <laughs> in the upside down puberty. Oh no! <laughs> what? It's not going to be good. Oh, kids don't ever have upside down puberty. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but yeah, so there's that coming out, and then of course because it was the holidays, we had lots of movies come out. Mm. Lots yeah, of movies. a surprising number. One of which I still haven't seen. Um, but I'm holding out for it because I've heard it's actually not too bad. And that's Bumblebee. Maybe I'll watch it before next episode. Talk oh, about that's it. out. Um, yeah. It's out. And it's got decent reviews. Yeah. Decent um, for a Transformer film anyway. Oh, it's like a masterpiece compared to the other Transformers <laughs> in terms of its reviews. I want to say it's like in the mid 70s. Wow. So, yeah, that makes it the Citizen Kane of uh, Transformers. Yeah, Citizen Kane of Transformers and Michael Bay films. Yes. Yep. But uh, I'm going to start with Rob's favorite movie of the holiday season. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Aquaman. All right. Um, so, th- if you don't know, this movie's doing really well right now. Yeah. Uh, um, comparatively to other DC films. Box office is very good outside of the States. Mm-hmm. China yeah. loving I think it's it. already beat Wonder Woman, which was yep. DC's previous big movie. Yeah, Aquaman is is very oh. popular overseas. Uh, a lot of action, you know. It's that kind of it's movie. Pretty like it's pretty popular under the seas too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he's on it. He is. Oh, he's got man. it. But yeah, so we'll get a little bit of review of that because I have also seen it. So uh, when I heard they're making an Aquaman movie, I thought to myself, that movie's gonna suck. When I seen the trailer for Aquaman, I said that movie's gonna suck. Um, that movie is as good as it gets for an Aquaman movie. I'll give it that. Hey. Um, they definitely figured out how to channel their inner Marvel with this movie. Uh, it's not the Dark Knight series. This is definitely Aquaman inspired by Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So it, but you know, they also did that with Justice League, but n- not very good. Mm. So this is at least better than that. Um, I do think the movie had a little bit of a jumbled storytelling. It's a little confusing oh, no. sometimes. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like I said, it's doing better than Wonder Woman. I don't think it's as good as Wonder Woman. Uh, but it, I definitely say it is one of the better D- recent DC movies compared to. Compared I don't to think Wonder ones. Woman was as good as Wonder Woman thought it was. If that makes sense, I, I agree. I agree with you there. After well, like Wonder Woman was decent, but the end of it was just a. CGI yeah. like sludge yeah. fest, and I, just, I, I was really disappointed. It ended like that after being so cool all the mm-hmm. way through. I agree. Um, similar thoughts on Aquaman. Yeah, but definitely better than Aquaman. Either. I think Wonder Woman is mm-hmm. definitely better. 
Um, I think this movie is very fun. It's a very fun family movie that if you have kids and who love superheroes, this is a, definitely a great movie to take them to. Um, you think so? So I'm yeah. uh, I also uh, went and saw this movie, paid my hard-earned money to go watch a, a cinema film, and you know I'd be lying if it, if I said I was surprised by how dumb it was, but <laughs> I wasn't. I knew it was going to be big dumb fun, and I think I would have been more on board if it had been big dumb fun, and it was like an hour and forty five minutes. This clock's in at two hours and 30 minutes. Okay. And it feels like a two and a half hour long movie. <laughs> it doesn't, it never stops. Even when there's, it should have. There's definitely 30 minutes that I could pinpoint out that they should have cut. In the <laughs> there's at it least 30 not, minutes. It does not involve water. It involves lots of running through walls and doors. Very reminiscent of a scene from uh, Winter Soldier. I think if you do that, you got to cut that out, out that entire villain. And he was actually the only person I liked in the movie. <laughs> he was um, a very awkward villain, I think. He w- weird looking because he had that. His had very questionable motives, I think. Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's one of those. So, without getting in any kind of spoilers, Aquaman does something not entirely heroic, and it becomes the worst thing anyone's ever done to this particular guy you put who has spent his entire life killing and murdering people. And Aquaman's the one at fault for everything <sighs> yes. that goes wrong. So yep. anyway, it's one of those Hollywood leaps of faith in terms of how the motivations, or motivations go. <laughs> and it made no sense. It wasn't compelling. Um, but he himself was actually a fairly good villain. And that was, that was Black Manta. Um, I think there was some decent supporting cast. It was good to see Dolph Lundgren again, even though even with red hair, uh, that was interesting. <laughs> he um, played a pretty but, good underwater king. Yeah, he was fine. He's he's not known for being a good actor, and he was not a good actor in this, but he was fun for this. You know, yeah. um, the 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 leads though just aren't really good actors. That's Amber Heard and uh, Jason Momoa. Um, you like him better when he's like not speaking English and sitting on a throne. It made sense when he was Khal Drogo. <laughs> I think if Khal Drogo was like up there giving speeches all the time, like Game of Thrones would have ended with the first season. <laughs> that would have been it. <laughs> um, yeah, you know he he's he's like good to look at. Like he's a handsome fella and he's big and strong and you know, huge muscles and stuff and <laughs> all that. And Brandon's realizing I just, my... <laughs> I just thought of a line in the movie. And this line yeah. that I just thought of in the movie made me drop the score a whole Permission point. to come aboard? Permission wow. to come aboard. That exact line just made me drop the whole score. The ent- Everyone groaned and then clapped. It was, it was a tough movie to watch at points. And yeah, it was really corny. So uh, I knew what I was getting going in. I was hoping it, wouldn't gonna, it wasn't going to feel that long. The... Best parts of the movie for me was the sharks fighting the lobsters. And I was hoping that would be like a half hour scene. That was kind of surprising to me. Because I thought it was going to be I thought it was going to be sharks versus seahorses, according to the trailers. Mm -hmm. And then we had the surprise lobster fight at the end there. So spoiler alert, there's a lobster fight. There's a lobster fight. That part is cool, but it only lasts for about five minutes. Hmm. I give a little credit. It might have been like fifteen. No, no, that's when the yeah, 
I mean, uh, I guess you're right. That's when the shrimp <laughs> the shrimp comes out. The shrimp. Yeah, and when you fight the shrimp, that's uh, that's a little bit harder. It sounds like a delicious platter. Of, it was uh, very seafood. hard to follow anything after about when, five minutes. When you lift this movie, you kind of went, where's the nearest Red Lobster at? Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, but Brandon, you start off with this, so give us your final thoughts yeah. on it and uh, uh, score. Overall, uh, I, think I was going to say 7 out of 10, but because of permission to come aboard within the first oh, 15 minutes of the movie, uh, I'm going to drop it down to a 6 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back at it, that was, wow, that line. Uh, that kind of set the pace for the movie as well. Um, yeah. But others I went and watched this film with, uh, Blaze included, was like, I love this movie. That movie was great. Uh, and my wife. My wife also loved this movie. But I think she had uh, ulterior motives for liking this movie. Yep. Um, Pictorial reasons. Yeah. Pictorial Bicep reasons. reasons. <laughs> for yeah, me, six Red out of ten for me. Six out of ten for me. But- yeah, <laughs> I think there was half a good movie in here, and if the movie had been half as long, it probably would have been like a seven or eight because it would have been like nice and crisp and like kind of moving along. But there was some good action scenes. There was some. There was a lot of fun to be had, but then there would be a whole lot of just boring nothing going on. Uh, I was and just gonna I pee they, on it. Yeah, I could just pee on it. <laughs> um, and just no chemistry between the leads. So between everything that you look at there, <clears throat> they just had too much time that they couldn't really fill. So yeah, they could have cut an hour out of it and it would have been stronger and tighter for it. And instead they decided to make it an epic and it really didn't deserve to be um, outside of the gigantic lobster at the end. Um, there's not a whole lot else to, to write home about. So I'm giving it a five out of 10. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what you think it is. Um, it's, not one that you're going to go back and watch over and over again. I can't imagine watching it again, to be honest. No, I'm not going to agree with you on that one. But I will buy it, though, because I'm a sucker for buying Blu-rays. Mm. The ca- What the camera is not pointing to is my massive collection of Blu-ray disc over in the other far side of the corner that we're not going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I do want to talk about, before we jump into this other movie that's on Netflix, I want to I want to talk about a good superhero movie that was very surprising to me. I want Rob to talk about it. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh uh, this, this holiday season. So he taketh by making me go watch Aquaman, but he also giveth <laughs> by uh, allowing me to trick my wife into, into going and seeing Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I couldn't trick my wife into this one. This one was a me and Blaze duo uh, yeah. movie. Well, hopefully you guys have uh, found a newer, deeper appreciation for each other um, because <laughs> you watched a movie that's rated at a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's the highest rated movie wow. of the year. Um, highest rated superhero movie. Highest rated, I think, all movie of the year. I mean, like superhero movie ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, potentially, Knight. yeah. Potentially one of the highest rated ever of superheroes. But I'm saying for the year, it might be the highest rated Rotten Tomatoes score yeah, given out. 97. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So what you got here is just absolutely beautiful animation. I mean, I couldn't believe the way they made this stuff look like. So in this Spider-Verse is a movie about Spider-Man. Uh, it's animated. Uh, it's kind of a rights keeper type of movie is what it was originally looking like. Um, yeah. But they utilize this really cool like comic book animation where everyone looks like they're a comic book character. It's like all a comic times. book page. Like it was animated. Yeah. If you put, if you could put, like, just push pause right in the middle of the movie theater, it would look like a comic book page, like 
frozen in time. Yeah. Like it would be like perfectly set up for that. Um, but I think even more than just the fact that it looked amazing, there was some really great scenes. You probably, if you've seen the trailer, you've seen the part where Miles Morales is like falling down off a building, uh, kind of just diving down, but then they kind of reverse the angle and he's like shooting up, kind of ascending. Uh, there's a lot of that kind of imagery that's just absolutely incredible looking. Failing for um, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is surprising some mature themes uh, that are handled in a very sensitive way for kids to digest. There's one pretty shocking scene, in my yeah. opinion. <laughs> well, there, there's a number. Well, I mean, you know, someone gets shot. Are you talking about when yeah. someone gets shot? Uh, yes. <laughs> I was thinking when it was slight spoiler, one of the characters wanted to commit suicide. I'm trying to think back on that one. Yeah. That was, uh, Keep talking. I'll think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's It's one of them. You know, um, so anyway, so lots of serious things are being discussed. Basically, there's a character that has lost his will to live and has decided that he no longer needs to really. He's not sure what else there is because he's lost everything in the place where he's from. And at the end of the movie, you know, he's, you know, kind of setting himself up to be like the the martyr. And it's, you know, it's done. It's handled very well in that, you know, lives matter. Things are important. You know, you got to keep living for, you know, the future and everything. So it's really it's really done in a way that's appropriate without getting too dark. Mm-hmm. Um, great message overall, just that, you know, anyone can kind of rise to the occasion to become, you know, better, better than they are uh, to, to handle different situations, really try not to spoil certain things, but uh, mm-hmm. I think you can kind of see where this is going. Yeah. It's also like crazy funny too. Um, Nicholas Cage <laughs> is one of the voices in the, in the movie. That was surprising um, for me. Spider-Man Noir. And he was absolutely fascinated with his Rubik's cube. He's never seen color before, so he, he couldn't see color. The Rubik's cube was all the same color for him. Right? Yeah, he can never solve the Rubik's cube because it was all the same color. <laughs> that was—it's just these little bits that they put together. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd put in here probably the best Spider-Man movie yet, but I would say even just maybe the best superhero movie. Um, it clocks in about an hour forty. It's not that sure. long of a of a movie. It just keeps going. It's fast paced. Uh, I think that's maybe, a, I think it's probably d- detrimental to it. In my yeah. I, there's points where it's going too fast, but I think it makes sense because it's written by the Lord and Miller guys, the ones that did the Lego movie. So mm-hmm. if you're familiar with the Lego movie, Lego Batman, uh, you know what you're getting into with, uh, with spider verse. So um, yeah, what a, just a, a fun, well-made uh, and just, very easy to watch. I could see myself watching this over and over again. And I've got a, I got a little kid that's going to certainly grow up watching this movie um, and loving it because I love it. And um, I'm giving it a nine and a half out of 10. It's just because it's so frenetic. I am like, it needs to slow down just a little bit at points to really let the story sink in because they gloss over some things, but it's handled so well. And I just want to know when it became understood that there's multiverses, like everyone understands that there's multiverses and people can just jump through them. Yeah, I mean that was like a big point they hammered in in that movie, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I give it an eight out of ten uh, for the reasons Rob was kind of talking about it being a little too fast paced. It glosses over some things. Uh, I would have rather sat and watched Spider Verse for two and a half hours than like oh, having God, yeah. it be that expanded that long than Aquaman. They could have made this, a two and a half hour yeah. movie. 
but I would have preferred probably like two of those movies because it is so fast and it's kind of draining by the time you're done. If they uh, would have slowed it down exhausted. and maybe expanded a little bit on some things, I think there's some mm-hmm. things they could have expanded on. Yeah. Um, what was your thoughts on some of the villains? They had some, not just like gender bends, but totally different villains and different styles of Spider-Man. Uh, if you haven't seen the trailer or not familiar, I mean, it's all oh, yeah. over the place, but Spider-Ham is in the movie. Yeah. Spider-Ham. There's only pig. one. I don't know. The other villain... I'm not. I wasn't too sure what that villain, who that villain was. So you have the Prowler. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the one. I wasn't too. Yeah, he's a longtime Spider-Man villain. Um, okay. It's played by the guy uh, in the movie Homecoming. That was played by Daniel Glover. Don. Oh, is he um, supposed to be the Prowler in Homecoming? Donald Glover. Yeah, he's supposed to be the Prowler. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't really get to do anything, but if you notice, he was the guy kind of stealing, boosting some stuff. Yeah, because he says his uncle or his nephew uh, Miles. Yep, yep. So it's the same same thing. Obviously, we should, Miles. Did Morales. we establish his name in that movie? I can't remember. Who's I need to go back and watch. It's Aaron. I go back and watch. Yeah, I think they released this movie at a perfect time. People are playing Spider Man. They beat it. Mm-hmm. This movie comes out. It also combats Aquaman. I don't know. Marvel seems to be doing everything right. <laughs> sure. Well, this uh, is the, Sony. This is not at Marvel. Oh, it's Sony. Sony. Well, it oh, is. Wow. It is. It is Marvel. Um, Marvel had. Um, Did Marvel say this? I thought it was purely Marvel Sony. Marvel helped produce, and and this is based on a Marvel series uh, by Michael Brian ben, Brian Michael Bendis, who's a famous writer for Marvel. Now a DC writer, he came back and kind of helped with the uh, the screenplay on it. But essentially, it's about the multiverse of Spider Man's and how they all come together. Um, did you stay for the the stinger afterwards? I did. Did you crack up on that one? I did. That was uh. They had you know the the meme of Spider Man pointing at himself. That was they bring great. that in as a stinger. Yeah. Spider Man from the future. He comes back. He's like, hey, twenty seventy seven or something. Twenty yeah twenty ninety nine. Spider Man twenty ninety nine goes back in time, and he's like, hey, you're like me, and he's goes pointing to at him. Seventies Batman <laughs> or uh, Spider Man seventies Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> just pointing at each other. They know. They know. No, that was great. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was there was a there was something there for everybody. That's especially Spider-Man memes. Yep, new Spider. I haven't seen this meme take off yet. I'm wondering why. You haven't seen what? I haven't seen that meme like take off, like replace the old version. I want to replace. I don't know. Oh, the new version. one. Yeah. It will once it comes on video where people can get it. That's right. true. Otherwise, you have to like be recording it in the movie <laughs> or pirating it. I'm just doing it for memes. I promise. All for the memes. All they had a little sequence in the end credits where it had Spider-Man sitting at a desk with a picture of Spider-Man behind him. It was just all the stuff that you see in the memes or the yeah. uh, where it was on <laughs> display there. It was pretty great. Oh, it's a good movie. Great movie. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about another movie. This was mm-hmm. not at your local cinema or your theater. This was. Am I doing this right? You're. you're per- eh, you're, you're dead. Yep. Uh, <laughs> This is perfect. I don't know if you guys have watched this movie, but um, Bird Box came out on Netflix. Uh, Sandra Bullock, all that good stuff. This time she is not a, uh, you know, taking in a kid that plays football. This time she is having kids in the apocalypse. Um, so still blind, just yeah, in a different way. Different way, different kind of blind. It's not the side. It's the, the whole thing's blind. Right. But yeah, it's a different take of the apocalypse. Uh, the premise of the movie is that if you see the monsters, they uh, compel you to kill yourself or you die, that kind of thing. Oh, like the quiet um, place where if sort of quiet places, you. if you hear you, they kill you. Ex- yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. 
so yeah, like it is very similar to a movie called The Happening and The Quiet Place. Um, but I kind of want to put a little side note to this. It was actually a, it's a film adaptation of a book that was written before both of those movies ever came out. And unfortunately for the uh, author of the book, he actually wanted to make it a film. And then mm-hmm. once those other films started coming out, it was one of those, oh, if I do it now, definitely going to seem like I'm copying these guys. So it got shelved and passed the Netflix, and we're just now getting it in 2018. You have done nothing for the movie by saying it's similar to The Happening. <laughs> uh, the Happening is up there as one of the worst all-time movies ever made. Uh, I just mean in like the, the, the uh, premise. Yeah, so it's considered M. Night Shyamalan's worst movie. <laughs> Wait, Airbender is the worst, uh, I thought? N- oh, you got to change that list up a little bit. Right? I thought it was After, after Earth. Uh-huh. I don't know. Oh, yeah, and there's that one. He's had some stinkers. He's had some bad movies. But anyway, back to that. Uh, the, the the movie is kind of told in what I would call like a flashback way of telling it, where it starts in modern day, and it goes back in time, mm-hmm. cuts back to modern day, and it goes back in time again, and kind of just sets up what's going on in the present. Uh, you know I could break called? it. Huh? It's called in media res. Hmm, that's actually a cool. technical term for it. In media res. Uh, well, I know that because is. that's how Daredevil starts. With Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah? Yeah, when he's all shot up it's on top a long of the time church. That and then it flashes back. <laughs> but yeah, or John Wick. John Wick starts like that, too. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it does all that. Yeah, I would say the first two acts of this movie are really great. The third one is kind of where it loses its punch. And it's, and it's, uh, it's a little uh, kick. Uh, there's a couple of time jumps that you like. You have to be really paying attention to and noticing that time is progressing because it doesn't tell you that when it goes into flashbacks. You would you could assume it was the next day, but it's definitely a couple weeks or even months after you know it goes back. Hmm. They don't tell you that. Uh, overall, uh, for a Netflix film, uh, pretty decent movie, and it uh, it is very popular. Tons of the memes. It's all over Twitter, Reddit, all that good stuff. Overall, I give it a seven and a half out of ten. So mm-hmm. not not too shabby. Cool. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I'm, I may take a look little hesitant to watch some of these Netflix movies. I've been burned, burned, burned by so many, so don't many that we love anything. and trust to tell us don't good. Don't expect anything great out of this movie, but it, I, I would definitely say it's a little entertaining. I have to see what Thrust thinks about it. If he recommends it, I'll make sure I don't oh, yeah, watch no. it. Oh, I heard yeah. from my good old buddy Thrust. And, uh, we should probably not take his recommendations. <laughs> oh, it's come on. Come on. <laughs> we love you, Thrust. Just kidding. But that's kind of uh, kind of it for me. That's kind of all I had to bring to the table this week. Yeah, and I think we're probably pretty close on time. But it's, it's been good. Uh, good being back. Yep. So, Andrew, do you want to do a little little Absolutely. promotion? Even though I know you're hearing voices in your head. So. I am hearing voices, my own. Uh, but um, yeah, that's just technical stuff. But for uh, thank you for the reviews. I'll be watching Aquaman on Redbox. Sure. I'll be watching Bird Box for the memes. Look forward and, to it. Um, Spider Man, I will be watching 100%. So, but Pixelbub, yeah. We're a gaming community. Strives to provide all gamers the best in social gaming, in and out of game. And we have over 18,000 members. Whoa. We have hit 18,000, now going over uh, well into it. And we have a lot of games, more games coming. Destiny 2, Warframe, MapleStory 2, Black Ops, Rocket League, Anthem's coming, Division 2's coming, Borderlands 3, question mark? They're, they're coming out with a uh, Borderlands 1 and 2 on PS4 and Xbox One. 
a remaster again. Remaster. Ooh. How would they nice. even do that? Nice. So, yeah. It's already like on PC. <laughs> it's on everything, right? <laughs> they already the released the handsome already. edition with everything else. So what? What are they gonna like? I, I think that handsome was handsome was two, and then it's all like, of them. The pre sequel. Did handsome have one? I don't think handsome had it, one. I don't think it had one. Yeah, you I sure think you're right. That? Hold on. I think so. I think it was just the pre sequel. Go ahead. I'll investigate this. While he's <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> while he's doing that, I just have to say some news. We made a very big change to Discord. Um, once you enter. If you're a new person, you choose what sections you wish to see. All right. And then if you're a current member, you're unaffected. So special thanks to the staff for the help with that project. It's good. It's a nice, clean UI, um, user interface, and easy way of getting the sections you want to see. Um, we also relax the filter in Discord. Uh, yeah, you say we relax, did. but when I try to go post the link to the stream, Dinobot said no, 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 no. We had to get get rid of spam, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's just one thing. But be respectable, follow the rules, and be fine. And then we are developing a new website this this year. Breaking news. That's right. Ooh. Uh, for now, you can visit our current website, pixelpubgaming.com, pixelpubgaming.com. For all the updates, Discord invite, information regarding our community. All right. You do that. Don't forget about the merch. Oh, Andrew's actually, yeah. are you actually, Andrew's actually wearing a shirt today. Oh, wow. Wow. We are slacking. I'm actually wearing a Millennium Falcon shirt. I wore mine on vacation. Still, <laughs> still in the laundry. Um, but yeah, cool. Good stuff. So I guess Very that's going to be it for us then. But... Yeah, happy. I'm glad everybody's here. I hope glad you're listening. Like, share, subscribe, follow, tell your friends, tell your family. Mm-hmm. Um, give us some feedback. Hang out with us in Discord. You know, yep. talk to us there. Leave some comments and whatever. Play Borderlands watching. Two and the pre sequel in your handsome collection. Just those two. That's Just right. Just those two. I could have sworn. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all those good things, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. See you guys later. See ya. Bye.